Hey loves, I wanted to let you know that I'm doing something new. I'm going to be offering mindset classes with a different topic each month. This is a great way to get a feel for what it's like working with me and get some really concrete help that you can start putting into practice right away. February's class is called Hack Your Motivation. Have you lost your motivation or feel afraid that you will? In this month's class, you'll learn how to create weight loss strategies that will actually work in sync with how you're naturally wired and motivated. Instead of trying to change yourself, let's celebrate who you are and lean into it while setting up your environment for success. You'll learn about yourself in this class. First, are you an abstainer or a moderator? You'll find out how to apply this to keto with carb cycling and planned deviations. Second, are you an obliger, a questioner, an upholder, or a rebel? Knowing the answer can completely change your weight loss journey. You'll finally unlock strategies that will work for you. You'll get some great new self-awareness, self-compassion, and concrete strategies that you can start using immediately. You'll also meet a group of like-minded women who are also on a self-care weight loss journey. I'll provide space to share your contact info in the chat as you feel comfortable so that you can make friends and stay in touch with each other. To attend the live session, the date and time is Thursday, February 24th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. The class will be between 60 to 90 minutes, depending upon how many people attend. My goal is to make sure that you get the live coaching that you need. If this day and time doesn't work for you, you can actually choose the option to get immediate access to the pre-recorded version of the class, and you can watch it whenever is good for you and have access to it forever. The price is just $22. Sign up today at bit.ly slash self-care keto class, and you can also grab that link in the show notes. See you there. Welcome to Close Up Radio, where our hosts, Doug Llewellyn and Jim Masters, bring you the amazing stories of people who answered the call to unlock their potential and taken control of their own success with authenticity, creativity, persistence, and resilience. Close Up Radio special guests share their knowledge and wisdom so you, the listener, can live the most empowered life possible. Close Up Radio. And now, here's today's host, Jim Masters. much for joining us today. It is a pleasure to have you here. I'm your host, Jim Masters, and we love when you guys tune into our show because we have an opportunity to share extraordinary people with you here on our broadcast series. As we're doing right now on this episode, we're excited to welcome Jessica Reed of The Keto Fit to our show. Jessica is a certified life coach, weight loss coach, and founder of The Keto Fit, where she helps women lose weight with a keto diet and a self-care mindset. She really blends the practical with the personal, combining concrete strategies with custom meal plans and mindset coaching to reach your weight loss goals. She believes that keto is a tool that can fit into anyone's life. According to Jessica, our body can be in one of two metabolic states, burning sugar and carbohydrates as our primary fuel source or burning fat for fuel. And what is really great about this process is when the body, you know, is deprived of sugar or carbohydrates, it switches to its backup fuel source, which is fat. Keto really restricts carbohydrates so that the body burns fat, which is exactly what you want. Beyond losing weight, the bonus is that when your brain switches fuel sources, you feel completely different. Unfortunately, most people have no education about blood sugar. Every single food or drink we consume has a chemical and hormone response built in. 
So our brain will literally compel us towards certain foods based on the blood sugar roller coaster we're riding. Food choices that you choose, well, you want to choose the right ones. So what happens is food chooses you instead of you choosing the food by the base of uh, the way your body reacts. Jessica knows firsthand where her clients are. She said that uh, once she had added 40 pounds to herself in the course of years, which does happen, um, she just wanted to lose 10 as quickly as possible. So she turned to the Atkins diet and lost 10 pounds within two weeks. What she didn't expect was how amazing she felt and the energy and the mental clarity, which is very important. You, you know, oftentimes people complain about when they try diets, they try this, they try that, and they lose that mental clarity. They're exhausted all the time because they're not eating properly. They just stop eating, which is not good. She was convinced by what she did and what she learned, so she wanted to share it with others. So she works exclusively with women, again, because women face a unique journey. No matter how successful they are, limiting beliefs around food and weight and body image can lead them to view themselves as a failure. So she loves to work with people to help them get beyond that. Let's welcome her live and direct from Virginia Beach, Virginia, Jessica Reed of The Keto Fit. Jessica, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you here. Tim, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be with you. Oh, my pleasure. I'm very excited about this conversation. I think, you know, as much as uh, this might be geared towards the female audience, I think a lot of men who might be listening as well will probably get some good tips from this conversation as well, especially considering so many people are dealing with that dreaded pandemic weight that sort of developed somehow. We don't know how that developed, but it did. <laughs> because they said we had to be six feet apart from one another, but they didn't tell us we have to be 10 feet away from our refrigerators. So now <laughs> we're looking at, like, what happened? Um, what inspired you initially to do this kind of work, and what was it for you? Was it the fact that, you know, you saw, you know, some weight gain yourself and you wanted to explore areas that were effective and healthy and that turned you on to all of this? Um, what inspired you to do this to where you want to help people too, which is a beautiful thing because you walk the walk, talk the talk. Yes. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity to share a little bit about my story. Um, like most listeners, probably female listeners especially tuning in right now, my weight was a lifelong struggle for me. I grew up in the 1980s, and I actually had a twin sister. And we were fraternal twins, so we don't look exactly alike. But being a twin, everybody expects you to look alike. And so literally people would walk up to my mother in front of me and say, oh, how funny, they don't even look alike. Here's the tall, skinny one, and here she's the, the short, fat one. And that was referring to me. And I remember taking in that message as such a young child. I mean, I had to be under the age of seven when people were commenting on my body and comparing me to my sister. And so from a very young age, I started to feel like, wow, there's something really wrong with me. I would ask my mom questions about weight, and she would tell me, well, you just have a slow metabolism, or look around at the other women in our family. This is most likely what you're going to look like. And she would joke, joke around about thunder thighs or junk in the trunk or whatever. You try to make light yeah. of it as other women, you know, sitting around the table. But I really internalized that message as that there was something fundamentally wrong with me, and I felt like such a failure even from a young age. Um, my mom tried her best. Of course, this was the 1980s during the low-fat craze. She was trying to help me lose weight, and she put me on a diet and taught me to count calories when I was just 10 years old. I remember having a babysitter come over to the house, 
And I felt so much shame because there was a whiteboard on the refrigerator that my mom wrote out and it said snacks that Jessica can have and snacks that Julie can have. And on Julie's side was ice cream and on my side was low-fat frozen yogurt. On Julie's side was potato chips. On my side was pretzels, of course, you know, being fat-free. And so everything was about trying to help me lose weight, continuing to reinforce this message that there was something wrong with me. So I was an overweight child, and then I lost a lot of that weight when I hit puberty. I did not do it in a healthy way. I did it in a very restrictive way. I was the child that was watching that, you know, heartwarming episode of Full House where it's trying to teach you not to be bulimic, and I thought, oh, I should probably try that. (laughs) So I, you know, lost the weight through very restrictive ways of eating. I did not ever – I was never actually able to make myself throw up. I was too afraid, but I certainly tried other things like laxatives, water pills, just, you know, not eating anything for a whole day other than a granola bar and a banana. Like, this was very common for me as a teenager. So looking back, even though I realized I was actually at a healthy weight for most of my life from the time I was a teenager until my late 20s, I always saw myself as overweight. I was always obsessing over food. I was always counting calories in my head. I was never truly present with the people that I loved because I was having that, you know, running calculator in the back of my mind about calories. I was afraid to go out to eat with people. Um, I would burn through most of my calories by lunchtime and then feel like such a failure and think, well, what am I going to do? I'm either not going to eat the rest of the day or I'm just going to give up. So I would give up and then I would vow to do it again the next day, the next day. I'm sure so many people can relate to this. And so this being a lifelong struggle for me, I didn't finally find freedom from that until I discovered a ketogenic diet in my late 20s. Um, Ever since then, I've had food freedom and food peace, and that's something that I really wanted to share with the rest of the world, particularly women, because I think we face a unique set of struggles surrounding um, self-worth being measured by how our body looks. Mm, Yes, and that is a trap that so many people get involved in and, and it's tough to it's difficult to sort of uh, break out of that but you help people break out of that mindset which is really beautiful um, yeah. let's talk about the keto fit and the importance of it and the the mindset with it and how it actually works absolutely so do you mean how a keto diet works yeah absolutely So your introduction was so fantastic. Thank you. It was such a great explanation into what keto is. So essentially keto or a ketogenic (laughs) diet, (laughs) a ketogenic diet is basically a metabolic state. So your body can be in one of two different metabolic states. And when we say metabolic state, basically we're referring to your metabolism or how your body derives energy from food. So your body can be in one of two primary fuel sources. When you give your body carbohydrates, that is actually the easiest thing for your body to break down, so that takes number one priority. But when you deprive the body of carbohydrates, your body switches into its backup fuel source, which is to burn fat for fuel. So imagine a bear who hibernates all winter long. Well, first he gets nice and fat by eating a lot of food all summer long, and then when he hibernates all winter long, what he's doing is he's actually surviving off of his stored body fat for fuel. So that bear would be in a state of ketosis. So keto just refers to the byproduct, what's broken down in your body when you break down your stored body fat or when you break down dietary fat. Ketones are little um, pieces of energy that are a byproduct. And so that's where we get the word ketosis or ketogenic diet from. 
So the body isn't initiating an insulin response generally. It's It starts burning fat instead with this, right, which is exactly what you want to have happen. That's right, yes. And so insulin is your fat-storing hormone. So what happens is, is when you take food into your body, primarily carbohydrates, it causes your blood sugar to rise. And when you have too much sugar in your bloodstream, it can be dangerous. And so what happens is insulin is your fat storage hormone, and it says, oh, we have way too much energy in the cells, more than we're going to be able to use. So we're going to shuttle this into our fat cells for use later. The body is amazing at being able to store a ton of energy on your body. And unfortunately, we just don't like the way it looks. <laughs> but it is an amazing survival mechanism to be able to store that fuel for later when we might potentially need it. So yes, it does have a lot to do with insulin and keeping your blood sugar stable. And your blood sugar stays completely stable when you stick to eating protein and fat for fuel instead of eating so many carbohydrates for fuel. Mm. That's fantastic. It really is exciting news for people. Um, I mentioned how you discovered this keto diet, and it's really been something that uh, has changed your life in such an incredible and impactful way, huh? It really has, because as you mentioned in the introduction, the amazing thing about it is not just that it allows you to start burning your stored body fat for fuel, but it actually completely changes how you feel. So that's what I say um, when I say, like, it changed everything for me in terms of having food peace and food freedom because what it allows is for your body to finally feel satisfied by the foods that you're eating. When you eat protein and fat primarily, that's going to keep you full for so much longer as opposed to when you eat primarily carbohydrates, your body processes through them very quickly because it's so easy for the body to break down. And so you'll find yourself feeling hungry like two hours later, and your brain is compelling you probably to eat more carbohydrates. And so we do this all day long, and we're constantly needing to eat more sugar, more sugar, more sugar in order to feel energy. But when you switch to fat, it actually is such a longer-lasting source of energy so that your, your brain isn't always thinking about when are you going to get your next hit of sugar. And so another aspect of it is that the fuel source changes in your brain. So when your brain is not running on sugar for fuel, but your brain is running on ketones for fuel, it makes you much more mentally alert and um, it changes your mood. A lot of people say that their depression lessens, their anxiety lessens, they feel so much more focused, they're sleeping better. And this makes a lot of sense from an evolutionary standpoint because typically you might dip into a state of ketosis, or our ancestors would hundreds of years ago, if maybe you were in a famine or we, when we were hunters and gatherers, you would need to make the next hunt. And so you wouldn't want to be feeling super hungry and you really wouldn't want to be feeling lethargic and not having enough energy. And so that itself is an evolutionary survival thing that we are benefiting now from today. We, we are able to reap the benefits of that mental clarity and improved mood and improved cognitive function, all of that through running off of ketones for fuel as well. Mm, that's exciting. It's really amazing. Now it's you know one thing to go on this journey for yourself and have success with it, um, but you really like helping people, and that's what I love about this. I mean. This could be just uh, you know a singular experience that you had, but you have this strong desire to really want to show other people that they too can achieve this, right? And this really impacts their life in such an incredible way because you know mindset, happiness, 
uh, feeling satisfied, um, you know, self-worth. All of these things are so tied into a lot of this, right? Yes, definitely. And I wasn't actually able to do that mindset work until I had the mental edge of ketosis. So when you're just constantly beating yourself up all day for falling off of your food eating plan, that's all that you're thinking about. You're, you're thinking about such, such a low-level thought, and I call it like survival mode in the brain, and you're just beating yourself up day after day. Imagine what you could accomplish with all of that brain space. So an analogy that I like to use sometimes for people is sometimes when people are truly depressed or just struggling with anxiety so much that they would benefit from the use of medication. I am all for that. But what I believe the power of that medication is, is that it gives you the mental boost and the mental capacity to then be able to do the inner work. You get yourself out of being in so much mental pain so that you can then face the root issues of what's causing the depression, what's causing the anxiety. Is there anything that you can do to make changes in your life to help yourself feel better and move into more of an empowered state? But you can't do that when you're feeling so much pain mentally. And so I kind of compare this to how the brain switches fuel sources with ketosis. This is what it did for me. It gave me the mental energy and that clarity and that edge um, to get out of the pain and shame of every single day feeling like a, like a failure with food to then start to take a deeper look at the, at the issues surrounding um, my, how I felt about myself, the low self-worth, the limiting beliefs that I had from childhood surrounding food and weight and body image. And I was finally able to do the mindset work and the personal development work to begin to heal a lot of those things. So it didn't take me very long until I had a dream in my heart of I really wanted to share this with other women. I felt like I had discovered some type of magic pill when I discovered ketosis that it brought me so much freedom, but then also I wanted to share the work that I had learned how to do to heal my mindsets and to share that with other women. So I wanted to bring together basically like a uh, therapist and a nutritionist in one program, in one coaching program, and become a weight loss coach that helped women to do both, to find the concrete strategy, yes, I want you to lose weight, I want to help you get to your weight loss goal so that you have that energy and that confidence that you're looking for. But in order to do that, we actually have to heal these mindsets that are causing us to self-sabotage. That's right. It is the mindset, exactly. You know, I love the fact that you have this self-care component because the struggle, you know, people have when trying to lose weight is that they're imaging an idealized version of themselves, maybe even following what somebody else is doing or, or looking at magazines or what they see in movies and television uh, every day of this diet, whether one makes progress or not, they're not happy with themselves, with themselves, and that's really an important thing to address. Over time, that starts to build up and take a toll, and I guess probably why people don't reach their goals and why 95% of diets fail, um, mm-hmm. they don't reach the goals, so they gain the weight back, and then they lose confidence. I mean, how many people have those New Year's Eve resolutions and then by the day after new year's day forget it they're they're off it and not following it self-care is important definitely definitely and i really believe that one of the biggest reasons why people um you know backslide or or gain the weight back basically is because we never really changed from the inside out we stayed at the level of changing our behavior to try to get different results and so behavior modification can work but it's very short-lived. We can only, you know, apply that willpower for so long 
before that muscle runs out. But if we go below the level of behavior, under that is our, our thoughts and our feelings, and under that is the core of who we are, which is the level of our beliefs. And when we can actually change our beliefs, that's when our actions start to flow with integrity and alignment and ease and flow. It's not white-knuckling it. It actually um, it feels easier and lighter, and it's enjoyable. It's actually an enjoyable journey to allow self-care actions to flow out of changed beliefs, beliefs that you've chosen instead of ones that you've just inherited because you've taken the time to examine them and ask yourself, is this helping me or is this harming me? And then I'm going to choose beliefs that are actually helping me, and then that's going to help me find success in the long term to actually approach from an empowered place. Which is, again, so important. Um, This self-care aspect of what you do um, really guides people through, through this entire process, wouldn't you say? Definitely, yeah. And one of the biggest things that I work on with my clients is, like I keep mentioning, this empowered mindset And what I mean by that is that we have the ability to change. We have the ability to act. We have the ability to meet our own needs. But so many of us are sitting in a disempowered place, living our lives according to other people's agendas for us, and we're so busy meeting everyone else's needs that we neglect ourselves. And then we're so resentful and angry and frustrated and tired and guilty and exhausted that we wind up numbing out from our lives and using food as a primary way to self-soothe from that. But when we start meeting our own needs, and where I start with my clients is actually meeting your own nutritional, nutritional needs, that is the basis of everything. And once you start meeting your nutritional needs, you don't know how good you can feel until you know how good you can feel. But that's just the beginning. Once clients develop a confidence like, wow, look at look at this, I changed my life, I changed how I feel based on, you know, changing how I eat, then they have the confidence to then start making other changes in their lives and meeting their needs in other ways, maybe needs for self-worth and self-esteem or needs in relationships, needs of safety needs, um, feeling a sense of purpose in your life. So those are all higher-level needs that we can't really get to those things until we solve the most basic needs, which is our physiological needs. It's all tied together, that's right. All of it is tied together. Um, You know, there seems to be a problem, a real problem with the fundamentals, I would imagine. We think of self-care as something like, you know, bathing, brushing our teeth, those kinds of things. But you really need to take care of yourself, mind, body, and spirit at the most basic levels, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, Yeah, a lot of people throw around the buzzword self-care, and especially as women, we tend to think of like, oh, spa days, pedicures, you know, maybe having a glass of wine with my girlfriends or Taco Tuesday or whatever it might be that we think of as self-care. But self-care is actually just meeting our own needs. Whatever those needs happen to be, that is self-care. It's taking care of yourself. So, um, Jim, are you a parent? Not at the present. Okay, well, I like to compare this because a lot of the clients that I work with, they're moms. And so, you know, you bring home this baby or this child that you have been given, whatever age they are at the time when you're now becoming a parent, and you have the burden and the responsibility of, oh, my gosh, I have to take care of this other person. And it feels so overwhelming, but it actually starts off very, very easily. What is the first thing that you have to do? You have to make sure that they're fed properly 
that they get enough sleep, that they're at a comfortable temperature, um, that you're engaging with them. So these are the most basic human needs. And so many of us are neglecting these things with ourselves. We're neglecting getting proper nutrition. We're neglecting um, getting proper sleep. And so once we actually nail those bottom-level needs, then we're actually able to start moving on to successfully meeting the higher-level needs. And I help my clients to do this. A lot of my clients have moved on to um, dreaming bigger dreams for their lives. Once they've got the nutrition in order, then they can start to think clearly about other things, like what are the dreams that they have for themselves? Um, Maybe some of them need to get out of relationships or some of them need to get out of toxic job situations, need to set better boundaries in their life, whatever that might be. But I find that if my clients don't move on to meeting those higher-level needs, that is actually when the nutrition starts to get disordered again because what do we do? We start numbing out from our lives again because we're not actually moving from an empowered place. We're feeling disempowered that our needs aren't being met in these other ways, and we're just mad, and then we start to self-soothe ourselves with food once again. So that's when nutrition gets out of whack. So you're right. It's very holistic. It's all intertwined. Yes, it is. Absolutely is all tied together. Um, what's on the menu for keto? This is where sometimes the anxiety comes in for people, you know, because they think all their favorite foods uh, they can't have. <laughs> Tell us about what's on the menu as an example. Definitely. Yeah, well, I'll tell you right now, I have never, ever felt deprived on keto. And, you know, any kind of food that you enjoy, there is a keto substitute for it. So that's the fun thing about keto is you can bake with uh, alternative flours. You can recreate all of your favorites in a keto way. But essentially, keto is focusing on protein, particularly animal protein is the best sources of protein. It's the most um, easily absorbed by the body. So when you're hungry, you can eat all you want of steak, chicken, fish, um, pork, any of those things. You can eat as, as much as you want to actually feel full and satisfied. And that is such a refresher for women that have been dieting their entire lives. You can feel full on this way of eating. So you're going to focus on protein. You're going to focus on healthy fats like full-fat dairy, cheese, cream cheese, heavy cream, things like that, um, yogurt as well. And then you can also get some plant sources of fat, so olive oil, coconut oil, olives, nuts and seeds, avocado, things like that. And then you're also going to focus on low-carb vegetables. So any kind of salad vegetables, leafy greens, broccoli, cauliflower, asparagus, green beans, basically most things that are green are low-carb. So that's what you're going to focus on the majority of the time. But also you can definitely recreate like fun keto desserts and make keto substitutes for breads and things like that. You don't have to miss out on anything. Which is exciting for people to realize. (laughs) Definitely. Now, if somebody were to do this, they would probably just want somebody to tell them what to eat. Um, Do you do that for your clients? I do, Um, especially for my brand-new clients that are just starting keto for the first time. I have clients that come to me who have been on keto for a while, and they're just reaching a stall and they need some extra help. That might not be a client that wants a meal plan from me. So it is an optional add-on for people who need it. But, yes, I do create custom meal plans for people, and I provide all the recipes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, desserts and snacks. I even look up all of your favorite fast food restaurants and sit-down restaurants for you, and I tell you exactly what to order at all those places. That's fantastic. Uh, We've got just a couple minutes left, but maybe you can briefly take us um, through an example of a success story, somebody you worked with and 
maybe what their challenge was and how you helped them. Is there anybody that sticks out in your mind? Oh, my gosh, yes. There's so many clients that stick out in my mind. Um, but, of course, I can't disclose any names, but I do have a client who I uh, really enjoy working with, and we're still working together. We've been working together this entire year since the beginning of um, 2021, and she has already lost over 30 pounds. She's doing great. Um, she's been in the same job with the government for over 30 years, and she is able to retire, um, but she was just kind of sitting still because she didn't know what she wanted to do next with her life. This is um, a woman who has gone her whole life never really thinking about what she wanted to do. She needed to work that safe um, job that she didn't really, you know, truly love or anything. It just paid the bills and got everything done, and she never really gave herself space or time to dream. But when we started working together, I started asking her, well, what do you want to do after you retire? And she realized that she wanted to become a coach herself. She wants to help marriages and become a marriage coach. So she's starting that up as a side hustle right now. She's got plans to do a phased retirement and work her way into that. Um, she was also uh, volunteering with a church that she really wanted to get out of for a while, but she just felt so guilty, but it was a toxic atmosphere for her. She moved out of that. Um, she was the type of person that was always taking everybody's phone calls and taking on extra work and feeling so guilty if she didn't meet everybody else's needs, but she started learning how to set some better boundaries, and now she spends time on the weekends writing in her journal and doing puzzles, just realizing that she can spend time on the hobbies that she enjoys. She's starting to travel with her husband. So, yeah, it's really just about getting your um, priorities in order and finding the confidence and the energy to start changing other areas of your life that are uh, keeping you unhappy and making you feel stuck. Mm, that's essential. All of these things are all wrapped together uh, and feed off each other, which I think is so beautiful. I encourage folks to go to the website, www.theketofit.com. Keto is spelled K-E-T-O. That's K-E-T-O. And then, of course, the word fit, F-I-T, theketofit.com to learn more and to connect with our very special guest, Jessica Reed of The Keto Fit. Again, she's a certified life coach, weight loss coach, and founder of the Keto Fit, where she helps women lose weight with a keto diet and a self-care mindset, much of which we've been spotlighting on this episode of Close-Up Radio today. Jessica, this was terrific. Half hour went by in a New York minute, but um, congratulations on all the wonderful success, and you're doing work that really impacts people in such a long-lasting and beautiful way, and I know you love every second of it uh, because of the reflection of uh, who you are. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the time uh, with me as much as I have with you, and I hope we get a chance to explore some more down the line. That would be a pleasure. Thank you so much, Jim. I appreciate it. You are very, very welcome. Jessica Reed of The Keto Fit, our very special guest. TheKetoFit.com is the website to connect with Jessica. Jim Masters here, thanking you for your time this time. Till next time on Close Up Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back with another great guest coming right up. Till then, for all of us, have a great day and bye for now. You have been listening to a broadcast from Close Up Radio, a division of Close Up Television Incorporated. For more information about our show and to be considered for future broadcasts, please visit CloseUpTelevision.com. You may also learn about us on social media and listen to us on podcast and internet radio. Thank you for joining us, and we hope that you have an empowered and productive day.